All right, wrestling fans, this is Southern Dynamite here with you for your favorite fantasy wrestling league on the internet, Pro Wrestling America. This week, coming to you from BMO Harris Bank Center in Rockford, one week out from St. Valentine's Day Massacre. And we have a couple of big matches on the card tonight, including a number one contenders match for both the Interstate 74 and the Illinois heavyweight titles, as well as... Trying again with this Hot Stuff Eddie Gilbert and Raven facing off in our main event. The first match has Dexter Poindexter facing off against Rolando Freeman. And Dexter and Rolando have a decent match. Rolando can't seem to find a way to put Dexter away. Billy Travis comes down to the ring. Rolando climbs out of the ring to get Travis's help. Dexter goes, starts to go after him, but Tommy Young holds him back. Rolando tells Travis that he needs help. As Young backs Dexter away from the ropes, Travis hip-tosses Rolando into the guardrail. He yells devastation as he walks back up the aisle. Pringle comes to check on Rolando as Young calls for the bell with the count-out. Your winner by count-out is Dexter Poindexter in a time of 8 minutes, 20 seconds. After the bell rings, Dexter climbs out of the ring. He stomps up the aisle and shoves Pringle out of the way. He grabs Rolando by the hair and drags him back to the ring. Dexter tosses him into the turnbuckle before nailing the sliced bread off the middle turnbuckle. He covers Rolando and the fans count the pinfall with him. Next match has Billy Travis facing off against Kendall Wyndham. And so Akbar comes down to the ring with the newest member of Devastation Incorporated, Billy Travis. Travis has a great match with Kendall, but Kendall gets the upper hand with a bear hug. Akbar climbs onto the ring apron and distracts David Manning. Kabuki flies down the aisle and climbs onto the ring apron. Kendall drops Travis and takes a swing at Kabuki. Kabuki ducks and mists Kendall. Travis rolls Kendall up in a schoolboy roll-up with a handful of tights to get the pin in a time of 4 minutes, 19 seconds. Your winner is Billy Travis. Now we have number one contender for the Interstate 74 title. This came down to a double disqualification between Dangerous Dan Spivey and the monster Ahmed Johnson last week. This week, we've got two different guys. Jushin Thunder Liger facing off against Disco Inferno. The winner faces Iron Mike Sharp next week for the title. Disco Inferno gets his shot for the title, but he has to go through Jushin Thunder Liger first. Liger takes the early advantage with his flying maneuvers, but Disco holds onto the ropes as Liger telegraphs a dropkick. Liger kips back up to his feet and charges Disco with flying head scissors, but Disco dumps him over the top rope. Disco climbs out of the ring and grabs a chair. Liger kicks the chair out of his hand, but Disco slams him headfirst into the ring post. Disco rolls him back into the ring and applies the last dance. Liger tries to get to the ropes, but he is forced to tap out. Disco Inferno is your number one contender for the Interstate 74 title in a time of 11 minutes, 38 seconds, beating Jushin Liger. I hope that Iron Mike Sharp is ready for him. Next match has this odd feud going on that's kind of been hit or miss these last couple of weeks. Brett Wayne Sawyer and Chris Candido. Candido has been talking to Akbar about getting Sawyer back into the ring again. Candido can't seem to find the right combination to get a win over Sawyer. He wants one more chance at him. Akbar grants him one more chance. At bell time, 
Akbar declares the match to be a no disqualification match. Candido takes advantage of his one last chance to get rid of Sawyer. He breaks every rule he can think of in his devastation of Sawyer. Nick Patrick calls for the bell when Sawyer is basically out on his feet. Akbar is not happy with the decision, but Candido celebrates nonetheless. Your winner in a time of 7 minutes 30 seconds by referee stoppage is Chris Candido. We move on to the number one contender for the Illinois Heavyweight Championship. To see who faces us off against Iceman King Parsons next week, we have Lance Storm facing off against Eric Embry. Akbar tries to accompany Embry down to the ring, but Embry tries to keep his distance from him. Storm and Embry have a great match until Embry ducks a super kick from Storm. Storm connects with Randy Anderson. While Anderson is down, Akbar climbs into the ring and nails Storm with his cane. Akbar tells Embry to cover and get the win for the title shot. Embry thinks about it for a moment. He covers Storm. Akbar gets Anderson into position to count the pinfall. As Akbar climbs out of the ring, Embry rolls Storm over on top of himself. Storm gets the win, and Akbar is furious. He had literally handed Embry the title shot, but Embry refuses to accept his gifts. He climbs into the ring to yell at Embry, but Embry punches him in the jaw. He drops Akbar with a vicious neckbreaker before the sheep herders and Billy Travis rush the ring. Embry leaves the ringside area to find safety in the dressing room. Travis takes Akbar back to the dressing room to get him checked out. The sheep herders stay in the ring as they beat down on Storm. Scorpio and Wildcard rush the ring to make the save for Storm. Disco follows behind them and collects Storm at ringside while the two tag teams stare at each other. Tommy Young comes down to the ring to referee the match between Scorpio and Wildcard and the Sheep Herders. Somehow the two teams are remaining rather calm until Young calls for the bell. He instructs both teams to have only one member in the ring at a time. Butch and Scorpio leave the ring. Young calls for the bell. Both tag teams have a great match. They keep it within the bounds of the rules as all four men brawl with each other. It is finally a double team by the Sheep Herders on Wildcard that gives them the advantage before Butch pens Wildcard after a diving headbutt in a time of 16 minutes, 2 seconds. Your winners are the Sheep Herders. In another great tag team match, we have Bad Company facing off against PG-13. And apparently everyone is starting to listen to my desire for order and propriety in the PWA. Bad Company and PG-13 make their way down to the ring without any issues. The two teams have another of their classic contests. It is also one that stays within the rules until Akbar makes his way down to the ring. While Tanaka and Wolfie D are battling in the ring, Akbar comes to Bad Company's corner. He shows Diamond a huge wad of cash. They talk for a minute until Tanaka comes over to break them up. Akbar offers Tanaka the money as well. PG-13 attacks... Tanaka from behind with the double dropkick. Knocking him into Diamond, Diamond falls off the ring apron. Tanaka gets double teamed by PG-13 until they whip him into the ropes. Tanaka comes off with a flying crossbody on both of them. Tanaka takes control of the match from that point. Akbar climbs onto the ring apron to distract Tommy Young. Diamond comes into the ring to help his partner. Bad Company tosses JC Ice over the top rope and drill Wolfie D into the mat with the spike pile driver. Akbar climbs off the ring apron as Tanaka covers and Diamond leaves the ring. Young turns around and makes the count. 
Akbar climbs the ring steps and offers to raise Bad Company's hands. They accept, and Akbar raises their hands as the crowd boos. Akbar shakes both Tanaka and Diamond's hands. So your winners are Bad Company in a time of 15 minutes, 24 seconds. Apparently, Bad Company is no longer looking to dismantle Devastation Incorporated, unless they are planning to do it from the inside. However, this looks like it's going to be a pattern for the future. WCW's NWO storyline is both one of my favorite storylines and one of my least favorite. It was a great idea, especially for the former WWF wrestlers who were now on the WCW roster to have a massive feud. However, the downside was it went on for way too long. And the splinters into the Wolfpack, Black and White, Latino, B-Team, and whatever else they wanted to come up with just went on for way too long. Akbar is doing this in the PWA, just as he tried to do in World Class. How long will this storyline last? You will have to continue listening to find out. But now, it's our main event. And once again, it has Hot Stuff Eddie Gilbert facing off with Raven. Raven takes this match tonight, even though he has a shot at the American Heavyweight title next week. The match has its high points for both wrestlers. At one point, Missy climbs onto the ring apron to talk to Raven. She tries to convince him to align with Eddie again to get rid of Akbar. While Missy has Raven distracted, Eddie readies a fireball. When Raven rebuffs Missy's pleas and turns around, Eddie throws the fireball into his face. David Manning calls for the bell and the disqualification. As Raven drops to the mat, Eddie pounces on him with kicks before dropping a fist to the side of the head and follows it up with a few more fists. Missy pulls Eddie off Raven, but Eddie gets a couple more kicks in before they leave the ring. So your winner by disqualification is Raven in a time of 22 minutes, 18 seconds. Maybe not the greatest idea for Raven to take a match like this a week before his big title shot at St. Valentine's Day Massacre. But it's Raven. He's going to fight whoever he wants to fight. So let's take a moment as we close today to look at next week's card as we have it so far. You have Iron Mike Sharp defending the Interstate 74 title against Disco Inferno. You have the Heartbreakers Rumble where you have eight men start out for five minutes and then it's like the Royal Rumble after that with a new man coming in every minute until everybody who's not already on the card for the evening is in that match. You have Tully Blanchard and Chris Candido, the world tag team champions, defending the titles against Two Cold Scorpio and Wildcard. We'll have the big announcement of who is going to be in the 12-man round-robin tournament to declare the number one contender for the world heavyweight title at Remember Their Legacy in May. Then you've got Lance Storm challenging Iceman King Parsons for the Illinois heavyweight title, Raven challenging Dustin Rhodes for the American heavyweight title, and then Tully Blanchard is also defending the world heavyweight title next week. But there's been no announcement as to who his challenger is going to be. I've not seen a contract signed by anybody. Akbar's probably got something up his sleeve. But you're going to have to find out next week who he cha who challenges Tully Blanchard for the world heavyweight title. So come back next week as we have St. Valentine's Day Massacre from Renaissance Coliseum in Peoria. 
our great quarterly supercard designed especially for you, the wrestling fan, and mine. Until then, this is Southern Dynamite thanking you for listening, supporting your favorite fantasy wrestling league on the internet, Pro Wrestling America. We will see you next week.